We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Up to 38% now sure. from three. Well, 10 to 13 will do that. Yeah. Uh, the, the bottom line is, you know, if Clay, Clay plays like Clay. They got some action, I J.D. I said, said this last night on Warriors Wrap-Up. My issue with Clay, and I was really hard on Clay, especially after the Phoenix game, because that was the game where it, it became apparent that, that his teammates were like, bro, what are you doing? And I think that led to, in part, this team meeting where the elephants right. in the room that we're going to get to were addressed. But a part of the reason why I was so hard on Clay was the it wasn't that he was missing shots. It was the way that he was playing. Exactly. It was the fact that he was... As I've said many times, trying to take two shots for every miss in an attempt to almost get his percentage up, it felt like he was not hunting a good game. He was hunting a 40-point game every game. Yes. And and when it didn't happen initially or he'd start cold, he'd chase it. He It was like, oh, I missed my first three. Now i got to make my next seven to, right. to have the 40-point game. Right. And, and rather than just letting the game come to him. So however it was addressed... And I think we've got some reason to believe, based on what has come out about this team meeting, that Draymond came at him in a way where right. he said, look, dude, you're being selfish. When you focus on the team as opposed to yourself, it's all good for everybody. You play better, we play better, and then those big games come, but they come when you're not trying to, to go out and get them. Right. It's just when you're, and, and Clay Thompson clearly made a conscious effort in the game against the Knicks to move the ball. I mean, right. there were sh- You could see it you could see him thinking it. Yeah. Am I going to shoot? No, I'm not. I'm going to drive. I'm going right. to. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to. And a couple times he did get it back. Solid game. If I almost want to. And last night was awesome. Last night was a legendary display of shooting that really only he and and Steph Curry can, right. can put on among current players. And he still got that in the bag. Less frequently than he used to, Steiny. But to me. The bigger tell for the whole weekend is, can he play like he did against the Knicks more consistently? And I think that's where it becomes about how he was trying to get the job done as opposed to even the results. So whatever whatever needed to be said got said, and Clay got the message and changed his game, so he gets credit for that. At least moving forward. He, here. he does. 888-957-9570 is the number you want to jump into the conversation. Jamichael Green was talking after the Knicks game, and he said the Warriors had a team meeting, and they addressed the elephants in the room. Elephants, plural. Uh, I made a list of what I thought the elephants were, and Clay Thompson obviously was, well, maybe not obviously, but he, to me, was number one. And, J.D., it's, it's to me, it's just strange yeah, he he played right like he played the right way the last two games. He 
I don't understand how he played the previous six games like he played. Like when when you're playing like that, you know you're playing like that. I think he knew and he didn't care. I know, and I think that's what was ticking his teammates I, off. I think you're right, but why the hell didn't he care? And why did it take them saying, "Clay, what are you doing?" for him to care? I think he got so consumed in, and he admitted this, I think, yeah. a little bit last night. He got consumed in everybody talking about how he wasn't the same. Right. And I think he got defiant, a word we've used a lot, and yeah. you have, to the fact that anybody that said he wasn't the same, like he was going to prove him wrong with every shot. Right. Exactly. And and I just, I think it, it snowballed. I think he also wants the team to do well. Mm-hmm. I think, I think. He did get selfish, but he wants the team to do well so badly that I think with each miss, he was thinking, I'm, I'm killing the right. team, too. So I, I agree with that. I think some of it comes from a good place. No some doubt. of it came from a selfish place. Right. Some of it came from a good place to want to help the team. And it sounds like Draymond, and this was another thing. That it, it, just to chalk up. To just If Draymond Green was the guy that was able to go at Clay Thompson, let's say, like, dude, just be yourself, move the ball, you'll get it back, stop being selfish. If Draymond could do that, and it carried weight in Clay's eyes, to where Clay changed his game for the better, and that becomes a turning point for his season, and thus maybe a turning point for this Warriors season, it's also a tell that maybe Draymond Green's leadership and voice in that locker room is back when we thought, it was potentially gone forever. I, I hear you there. We don't I know hear yet. you there. Right. And to me, you know, we, we may never see if Draymond had a voice, lost a voice, and then regained his voice. Um, there's still the issue to me with the youngsters and the oldsters and how, how you mesh those two entities to, to try to win a title. Let's go to Yule. Yule's in Houston. Hey, Yule, what's going on? You were at the game last night? Yeah, what's up, Stanley? What's up, J.D.? Yeah, hey, man. I was at the game with my family. Nice. Um, it was, like, a very good game to watch. Um, like, I, I live here in Houston, so I usually watch the Warriors when they come down. And, you know, the first quarter, it was almost like old times. I thought it was going to be a, a, a scrimmage game blowout, but uh, the lead evaporated. And I thought I was going to see more from Kaminga and uh, Moody, but... I think they should have went down to the G League with Wiseman as well. Mm. Um, I want them to contribute at the, the end of the year, and they, they need run too. Like, I know they're going to get run tonight, but I don't think it's enough like for them to get their confidence up. Um, but it was just legendary to see Clay go nuclear. Like, this is the first time I ever saw it, like, live in person. I always watched it on TV. And then, like, for Steph, I, I got the video on my phone, like, when he made that dagger three for the night-night. That was like just amazing, just for my my little one year old daughter and my older daughter to witness like a goat in person, like just really to watch that. So no doubt, I'm just thankful for the Warriors. Thanks, you appreciate the call. Glad you had a good time. That shot. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe what is he in his thirteenth year, something like that. Yeah, Curry. I'm telling you, JD. Oh, the fade, the fade away. Yeah, yeah the, the fade away night night. I mean, he don't even hit the rim. I'm telling like. And well, it, it's gotten to the point where you, I mean, that shot goes up. I think it's going in. I do in the, think in it's the, going in, in but in the context of all right, this is the the the, the true dagger shot because he's hit so many dagger right. shots like that over these last eight years or so. I mean, for me, JD, it's you know he's played a thousand regular season games or so, eight hundred, and he plays that game last night and makes some of the shots he makes. And thirteen years in, I'm like. <laughs> 
you got to be kidding me with these shots. Like, these shots are crazy that he's making. They're from so far out. No doubt. Like, they shot 51% from three last night. Three guys made more threes in a game than any three guys have ever made in a game before. Clay had 10, Curry had... What? Curry had 7, I believe. 7, and Wiggins had 6 for 23. Three guys combined for 23 three-pointers. Yeah. That's the most ever that three guys have combined for. And it was 23 of 38. I mean, just absolutely, positively incredible. Incredible. And Clay was at the, Clay was at the heart of it. Now the question is... And see, but, but this is kind of what I mean. My question, okay, can they keep it going? Well, 60% from three incredible. for those three. And it still was a little closer than you'd like, J.D. Yeah, I, I don't see, for last night, but the D, okay, I don't fair care enough, about that. Fair enough. You they got why? their first win. Because they hadn't won that game at That's any true. point. So it doesn't matter. Like They it's were true. over, whether it was Orlando or Miami or Detroit or Sacramento, wherever they were playing when they were in a game like that, where they had a chance to win it, Charlotte, yep. they didn't win it. So to me, you can't. the first time you get one like that, when you hadn't won any game like that before, it has to be counted as a net positive. You're right. You're right. Like we can't be rating wins right now when you're eight and nine. No, you're right. You're right. I'm worried about this stretch coming up. If if I were a Warrior fan, they're at New Orleans. Then they come home Wednesday against the Clippers. They're beatable. Then the Jazz. They're beatable. Then they go on the road, play Minnesota and mm. Dallas. I mean, that's one JD where can they get the th- can they win three out of five of those? To me, that would be pretty darn good with three of those being road games. You're counting tonight as yeah. part of that. Unfortunately, I am. So you're counting. So you're what you're saying is, can they go? Can they go three and one? <laughs> yeah, in the four, essentially, kind of. Now, mm-hmm. because I mean, and we'll see. You never know. I mean, I, I, I do think, and we don't know if Wiggins and and Looney are going right. to play or not. They're questionable. Steph, Clay, Draymond are out. That's been announced within the last hour. Wiggins and Looney are questionable. If Wiggins and Looney play, and and the Pelicans overlook them a little bit, and the young guys play well. I mean, I think Pelicans overlooked them a little bit in that game a couple of weeks ago, and the Warriors hung around. Right. So right. I mean, I never. It's probably a Pelicans win tonight, but I'm I'm never going to be one to completely rule a, a game like that, especially in today's NBA, where teams on a nightly basis play down to the level of the competition. Right. Right. Let's go to Junior. Junior's in Fremont. Hey, Junior, what's going on, man? Oh, okay. 888-957-9570 is the number. That's also the number for the Xfinity Mobile text line. Golden State Warriors, they win last night 127-120. Clay Thompson goes for 41. 41 points. 10 for 13 from 3. 14 for 23. It's the game that he wanted in a big way. And according to Clay, hopefully the floodgates open now. Not going to play tonight, neither's Curry, uh, neither's Draymond Green. But when they get back to uh, the Bay on Wednesday against the Clippers, um, Jermichael Green talked about uh, the team meeting. Let's let's uh, we'll talk more about that on the other side. Uh, talk some Warriors on the other side, and we have Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo Neal at one o'clock. Of course, the Forty ers are in Mexico City. I'm telling you right now, they better, they better win that game, JD. If they don't win that game, I'm coming hard tomorrow. I'm coming hard tomorrow on Shanahan. You'd be it'd be fair. I think so. At five and five with seven to go, 
And lost to the Cardinals? Be more than fellow again, when's the last time the Niners beat the Cardinals? They've lost three of the last four to the Cardinals. Well, and the only one Cliff they won Kingsbury, was when baby. the Cardinals were out of it already. That's right. And Cole McCoy beat them last year. So the so. last the, the last three meaningful games that the 49ers and Cardinals have played, the Cardinals have won all three. That's not nothing. No, it's not. That's not nothing at all, Steiny. No, it's not. All right, 888-957. Sorry about that, J.D. 999 or 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, J.D. and I are going to talk about some of the elephants in the room. And uh, maybe some of those elephants got a little smaller last night. Maybe a couple left the room. But uh, Jermichael Green talked about a team meeting where they addressed elephants in the room. What do you think the elephants in the room were? 888-957-9570. I'm back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back with JD on the other side on 95.7 The Game. Holy cannoli. This is crazy. Curry finds Thompson, bounce past Raymond, goes in, throws out Wiggins. Left corner, won't shoot it. Over to Curry, to Thompson. Thompson double-clutched it. It's good! Clay Thompson for three. He's got 38. Now back to Steiny and Guru. Take it away, Steiny. All right, no Guru today. John Dickinson in instead. We're talking Warriors. They beat the Rockets last night, 127-120. Coming up in a half hour, we'll be joined by... One of the greatest fullbacks of all time, Lorenzo Neal, like he always does on a Monday. And we'll get into the 49ers and Arizona Cardinals. So, did I read this correct? So, Denver is a mi- the mile high city. That's 5280 mm-hmm. feet, right? Are we talking over 7,000 yeah, for Mexico City? Yeah, the altitude is higher in Mexico City than it is in Denver. Yikes! That's going to be a factor. Which is why the... 49ers practiced in right. Colorado the last right. three days leading up to this game. Right. They so, got a little weather, yeah. but uh, yeah. at least they were they were at altitude. Well, that could help them for Philly in January. That's true. That's true. We're talking about the elephants in the room. This is Jermichael Green from over the weekend. Take a listen. We addressed the elephants in the room. You know, we had that hard conversation that a lot of people don't want to have. We had that conversation. It was much needed. And I think it got people more focused and locked in into what we had to do as a team. You know, one of the things, this, I mean, there's stuff going on with this team. And it's undeniable. It's undeniable. Where, to what level crap is going on, not quite sure. Maybe less crap now than three or four days ago. But what, what do you think are some of the elephants in the room? Well, we'll just go one by one well, here. And if you want to join in at 888-957-9570, what, what do you think they talked about if they talked about elephants in the room? I got a sense that, that 
things were coming to a head from being in Phoenix right. last week. And and the way that that game went down and the Suns not having some rotation players and the Warriors still just being just so bad defensively and unenergetic. And I think Clay Thompson was at the top of my list. The shot selection for Clay Thompson, I know you talked about it. We've addressed that. I think just the commitment to, to playing hard and, and, and playing defense, I think, from even the core champion guys it was has been an issue i think right. they've been in coast mode especially in a lot of these games against some of the lesser opponents in in games that they've lost where they they want to be able to win it with their offense and not expend a ton of energy setting a, a tone defensively right. so i i think one of the things that may have not originally come up but it's Hey, hey, we got to play harder. We got to play whatever. And, and I could see somebody saying, well, you guys have got to play harder. Like right. if a starting player is saying that, or if maybe Steve Kerr is addressing, like you guys have to, like we can talk about the young guys. And I think sure. the young guys being completely unable to contribute is, would be a third one. Right. Uh, at this point. And like, hey, you can't sulk. You got to be ready to play. You got to play with energy. You, you can't be pouting. So, I mean, those exactly. are a couple of them. I think. Jordan Poole like would be another one that would be on my list of of elephants in the room. Hey, you want to start? Great. You ain't starting right now, so right. suck it up and play well when you're coming off the bench. That kind of thing. Let's uh, let's go back to their defense because I have one of the things I have is uh, uh, bench has been well. Overall defense has been awful. Mm-hmm. That's starters and and uh, bench. Did you see the Steve Kerr quote? From after last night's game, he was asked about Wiggins, and I know I just think it's kind of interesting that yeah. the first twenty games, whatever it is, what about deep? Well, Steph's been fine, Wiggins has been fine, Draymond's been good. Well, not according to Steve Kerr. This is what he said about Andrew Wiggins last night. I don't think his defense has been as good as it was last year. I think he knows that. I think it goes hand in hand with our team's overall defense. Every single guy has to look in the mirror. Coaches too. We have to think about our schemes and possibly make some adjustments because because we're giving up too many points. All right, guess Wiggins hasn't been that good defensively. Well, yeah, and that stuck out to me last night as well. I also think it's they need Wiggins. Like Wiggins can't coast right be at the level that maybe Steph or Clay or Draymond can because Wiggins is younger. And it's it's it. They're just in a weird spot. Like they need Wiggins in a lot of ways to kind of carry him on defense or anchor him on defense. Yeah. Guard the the best guard on the and other we team. We don't have the to best worry wing. about him, right? And that allows a certain level, right? Because he's only twenty seven, yeah. right? He's not thirty three, thirty four, thirty five. And so I think if he kind of senses, you know what, I'm I'm part of this champions core now. I can right. kind of pick my spots a little bit. I think it sets a bad t- that that is an underlying issue for the Warriors collectively. It's that there are uh, different agendas is probably too strong because I think that's almost a separate conversation. But I do think you've got Clay who's trying to. You know he's got boxes he wants to check, and you've got Steph who has boxes he wants to check, and and they're contingent on Wiggins now having to be this other player that he hasn't right. been to this point, and then the young players have things they want to do that are that are maybe incapable of doing. But I think Wiggins is key because he's young prime, right? And and if he plays harder, it uh, in in a way it allows the others to not have to play as hard, and I think that the veteran players. 
want to not have to play as hard, but still pick their spots and, and able to, to win games. So that's... I hope I'm articulating that well, it's, it's, properly, but it's, no. And to take it a step further, I think what the Warriors want out of Wiggins is kind of what they were getting from him last year. I would not call Andrew Wiggins a stopper. Carry us a little bit defensively, but we, we're going to tonight. Let's just say we're tonight. We're going to put you on, uh, you know, Brandon Ingram. All right, and you got to, and we're not going to worry about Ingram. That's he's all your responsibility, but by. Not having the other four guys have to worry about him, it makes their job easier. I, I And he did that a lot in the playoffs last year when he just guarded a guy and just did a nice job on him. Didn't, didn't shut him down, but guys didn't have a big game against him either. Philmo Mike. What's going on, Philmo? Hey, what's up, man? Hey. I like when y'all are together, man. Y'all get... Y'all get kind of deep with it, sort of like Rado and uh and uh Damon. But anyway, I had a question. One of the elephants in the room I had was kind of like the two different timelines, mm. the youngsters versus the OGs. And then I had a question for y'all, since y'all like journalists, maybe I should ask Rado, when did team meetings become – so I've been, I'm 38. I've been hearing, oh, we have a player-only meeting. When was the first team meeting – that really made significance that y'all can remember. Oh, gosh. I don't want to get off subject, but I just had, you know, I just yeah. wanted to ask y'all that question. Thanks, Philmo. Well, historically, it's a bad sign if you're having yes. team meetings. Because, and I, I mentioned this with, with Whitey on Warriors this week on Saturday. It, it's kind of, all right, well, they, they had their team meeting, and that's great. They played better against the Knicks. But typically, if a team is a bad team, it only lasts for a handful of games, and then the old habits come back, and then it's like, well, what do you do now? Do, do you have to have another meeting, and you, you find yourself? So so I'm optimistic that the Warriors are not going to have to necessarily be one of those teams, but, I mean, how many team meetings did the did the Kohan-era Warriors have? Oh, my have? goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, my feeling on team meetings is they pro- they help in the short term. But I don't know that anything gets solved long term. But who knows? Who knows? I mean, there's there's been there have been team meetings that we've never found out about that either worked or didn't work. Um, here's a here's one of mine. You know, I, I think that we haven't even talked about the Draymond Green Jordan Poole lingering punch. And when we bring up Jordan Poole as an elephant in the room, we don't know how much that overlaps with his issues. In other words, I don't think Jordan Poole's playing right. He's not playing well. He, I mean, is it safe to say he doesn't want to come off the bench? See, this is what I was telling Evan on the way uh, on the way in here. I was saying, okay, so I know he signed his contract. I know he knows the team he's on. I know he's cognizant of where this franchise is. So I wonder if he's just like, you know what? I'm not going to start for this team for two more years. Like I'm just not like I'm not going to be a starter in this league. For two or three more years, and I wonder if that's like bothering him, or or he thought maybe that he'd be in the lineup with Clay. Yeah, that's probably like it. hey, in the regular season, why can't we play? Looney goes to the bench. He also and I might start. be saying he also might be looking at what happened the first seventeen games and outstretched arms saying, okay, so I can't if he's going to start playing like this, I'm never going to start. You know what I mean? Like, Meaning Clay. Correct. If Clay, you're you're going to let Clay play like this as a starter. Okay, I'll never get on the court then as a starter. 
because he's been awful. I think some of it, rather than getting too deep in the weeds at this point on on Jordan Poole's mentality, Mm -hmm. I think some of it is as simple as he just plays better with better players, and he, at this stage of his career, is not able to carry an inferior group of players. Correct. Like to me, that's I because you look at he gets plugged in for Clay, the game against San Antonio, and and it it was humming. He's right. playing with Steph and Draymond and all of that. They were eighteen and two and twenty nine and nine with him as the predominant starter last yep. year with Clay Thompson. So I think that unlocked a level of play in him. Which, fair or unfair, it's just real, has not been there when he's been asked to be a more true sixth man. Like him nope. as a sixth man, since Clay Thompson came back, really he, he hasn't thrived in that role or even been good in right. that role. So I think that's, that's an underlying issue or an elephant in the room that I think has to be addressed. His mentality on it, I don't really know. How much the Draymond, yeah. I don't really know. I'm a little reluctant to go too far on that because we don't know. Well, he has, but it ain't working. Well, he has. To me, it feels like Jordan Poole does. And I know it's easy to say he just got paid 140. Million. What are his problems? But you know, he is. He is. This is a new role for him. Sure. Now he's come off the bench before, but they're asking him to be. Uh, uh, they're asking him to do it all year, obviously, mm-hmm. and play a certain way. So that's an adjustment, and and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt there because he's a young player and he helped him win it last year. Uh, let's go to Mario. Mario's in Santa Clarita. I believe there's an amusement park in Santa Clarita, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. What's up, Mario? Hello. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you guys doing? Good. Good. I just think that Warriors, despite everything, they might be good, you know? Thanks, Mario. All right. They might be good. They might be. They're 8-9 right now. Let's uh, let's clean that up with a Leroy. Leroy in Oakland, you got an elephant in the room. Save us, Leroy. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Hey, 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 Steiny. Hey, JD. What's up, buddy? Hey, Miss You Goo. Um, listen, I, I think the elephant in the room is kind of the major thing that they talked about in the meeting. And that's how selfish everyone has become. Since the punch, it's like everyone mm. just kind of took their side and went their own separate way and going, I'm going to shot hunt and I'm just going to be about me. And that's not strength in numbers and that's not the Warriors way. And I think they talked about that in the meeting and hopefully they got that squared away because in the end, they're going to have to become a team. They're going to have to be together and uh, it's going to have to be strength in numbers as always. And then let me run something by you guys real quick. I was noticing like in our losses, like we're always letting the other teams six or seventh man get off and i think you know honing in on defensively you know we got to make sure we don't let the other teams you know six and seven guy get off and they've been getting off a lot they even got off the other night but because of clay's big game and curry's big game we were over we were able to overcome that but uh keep an eye on that guys god bless yeah i part of it is the warriors that's just other teams have better players coming off the bench than the Warriors do. Well, that's true. Other teams have more athleticism. I, I think the defense is a big problem. I mean, and I'm trying to think if it's solvable. I think it's solvable in stretches, but I think what I we're think it's seeing... it's regular season solvable. I, what do you mean? Because it doesn't have to be as good in the regular season to be solved. Right. But I, I wonder... Like, I truly believe one of the things that was going on is 
you know, sometimes you you just know you're not playing as hard as you really need to. Like they they to me they need to get back to like all right, let's let's try to scratch out a win no matter like do it all. Because the, you know, those championship teams JD, they were great defensive teams. I mean, they could they could clamp down. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They, and they could can't flip a do switch. that anymore. They because... could flip a switch. They could go through the motions for a half, right. come out in the third, we're going to hold you to 18, score 35, night-night. Yep. yep. They Clay can't... could lock his guy up. Iguodala was a good defender. Wiggins, obviously. Draymond. So that gives you three really good defenders on the floor, and then you throw Looney in there, another good defender who's a good helper. I don't know that they can get. I don't know that they can become a really good defensive team with their personnel right now. I don't. Let's go to Rich in Fremont. What's up, Rich? Hey, what's up, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. Um, it's crazy. I called Dan Devone show and Shamari Block about a week ago, and I stated that what Kerr needs to do is take himself and maybe two other staff and sit down and have a meeting so they can iron out whatever the wrinkles they're experiencing, and they did that. And the reason why that was necessary is because of the last caller, Leroy, what he was talking about. He touched on it, and he's he's spot on. These guys were playing for themselves. They weren't playing for each other. Right. I think that was the biggest elephant in the room. I think Kerr pointed that out. And I also think that that is going to help them moving forward because now they realize that, hey, you know what? We're strength in numbers. We're not strength. We're not. We don't have no strength when we're, we're playing by ourselves. Thanks, guys. All right. You know the, the the idea that Clay was being selfish. Uh, okay, if but here's where I'm coming from, JD. If mm-hmm. you say Clay was selfish, or you know was playing selfishly, and I thought he was, well, they got a bunch of selfish guys right now. Who in, else? In a crazy Who kind else? of way, I think Jordan Poole right now is that way. I think Kaminga and Wiseman have been selfish. Believe it or not, really, I could yeah. see Kaminga. I don't know about Wiseman. Well, okay, okay. When I say selfish, by the way, another me... another night where Kaminga plays oh, and plays terribly and doesn't but, play. You know, selfish is too strong of a word. But what I'm saying is, why isn't Kaminga playing? Wiseman, he's wrapped up in himself, and rightfully so. He's got no idea what's going on in his career. Kaminga wrapped up in himself doesn't mean he's selfish. But he's his head's spinning around. Mm-hmm. He's just like there's so many levels. Those guys are just playing right now when they get out on the court. You know they've got to they've got to a start to be competitive when they're out on the court, and then they got to learn how to play with championship players. So I do think there's disappointment there with Kaminga and Wiseman. Guys, you're not gonna be stars right now. You're, you're just not. So why don't you latch on to one or two things and focus on it? Well, and it just doesn't feel like they're doing that. It feels like, it feels like Wiseman and Kaminga, they want to score and they want to. Well, it's, they feel like it, that's the only way they know right. how to impact the game in right. a positive way. That's, that's the way it is. And that's I think the, the Warriors is. coaching staff, I'm sure, has told them that that's not the case. But when push comes to shove, it's what it always falls back to, right. I think, is, well, if I'm not scoring, what else do I do? We're going to talk Niners in about 10 minutes with Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo Neal joining us at 1 o'clock. We'll talk 49ers. They play the Arizona Cardinals with a little doubleheader simultaneously, though. Two screens for you tonight. 
Three screens. Oh! Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know that I'm going to need... What's the third? I don't know that I'm going to... Well, that's the thing. The third is kind of a... a miscellaneous? Yeah, you just... Yeah, you track things. So do you have, like, two TVs mounted? I have I have one bigger TV. It's not massive, but okay. it's a 46-incher. Right. I have one 46-incher, and I have two 32s oh. that flank the 36. How come you never invite me over, man? Come to watch a game. Come over any time. Usually I'm working. I got the studio, got the home studio going. My place is small. But, That's right. But it it's effective. It's highly effective. But yeah, I got I got the 46 in the lab with the two 32s. Well done. And and so yeah, the 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 be a 32 on. I'll go back and forth. One gets the sound. Sure. The other two have like I actually have some some wireless headphones. So if I want to really lock in, I can just put the this guy. He's got it locked. Yeah, but I usually want like the you know one game will get the sound. I don't know, probably sure. probably the Niner game. You have the true lab, yeah, not guru. Yeah, and then I got and then I've got the table set up, which can come out, and then I got you know I can hook up all the microphone stuff and all that. The Zoom, I can lean right, and I got the computer. Sure. Yeah, That's it's nice. it's all mobile. That's nice. It's all mobile. Tony's in Oakland. What's going down, Tony? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How we doing today? Dynamite. All right, man. So uh, right before you guys say the topic, I just want to put my little two cents in. Uh, Stiney, I agree with you, and I also disagree with you. So I think Jordan Poole actually isn't being selfish enough. I think that the second unit needs to realize that, that, he, that everything needs to be run through him in the second unit. As you can see in the San Antonio game, there were times where Kaminga was given like half-ass screens. I mean, the young guys, they got to do the dirty work, man. They got to stop playing checkers and play chess. You got to get, if you want points, you want to score, you got to do the dirty work. I see Moose Moody, you know, he tries to play defense, but he plays too aggressive. He's trying to be too much like, too much like Gary Payton. Like, you got to be my manipulative. You want the guy to go left, you got to force him that way. Don't, don't always reach for everything. I think that's the, I think those are the two biggest elephants in the room besides Clay is that Jordan Poole needs to run the second unit better. And the young guys just need to play dirty. They need to they need to start playing grown man basketball. You know, they're not being selfish. They're being senseless. They're not thinking before they act. They need to uh, play better than that. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Hey, that's good stuff, Tony. You know, you know I what? don't have a problem with anything you said. I will say about Poole, and I, I'm reluctant to kind of get in his head. Right. But I do think there's a little bit of, like... I'm a, I'm, but you mean I got to carry these guys? Right. Like, I, I run with Steph. Right. And Draymond and average twenty a That's game, the, yeah. and we win yeah. at a championship level in the regular season last year for half a year, right? Until Clay comes back, and yet, and it's like, it's you want me to carry these guys? Like, ugh. I like, do think there's some of that there, like, uh, but like I also that's beneath think, me, even I, though I'm although you're getting paid thirty million a year coming up. For it not right. to be beneath you, I I could understand that more if you're getting four million a year. Although technically, I guess he's only getting four million for this year. Right. I no, I hear you there. I mean, he he hasn't been good. You think that's part of yes, it, though? I do. Like like I absolutely like, think I'm, it's part. You of want it. me to carry these dudes that are two levels behind me right now? And, and that's that makes why, me look worse. That's why I make a distinction between Kaminga, Wiseman, Moody, and then yeah. Pool. Pool's advanced. Pool's on his, pool's on his own. Yes. It's almost as if the Warriors have two different teams, Stein. Exactly. They have the veteran team, they have the young team, and then they have Poole and like DiVincenzo and Jermichael Green who play on both teams. Right. And Poole's like, I don't want to play on that team, I want to exactly. play on this team. Exactly. I mean, some guys really 
It's like if you're playing pickup and you get with your your, your guys that you like. See that, and then all of a sudden you got to like the numbers don't add is, up, so you got to go play for the other team. You're like, I don't want to do that, dude. There's nothing more frustrating than that. Seriously, <laughs> when you're out on a court, you look at the other team. It's like you know they they got some good players, and I'm I don't have that great of players. So now you're already in a position where you feel like you have to do too much, or you say, you know what? I, yeah, he's he's got to figure it out. I, he's got to figure it out. I think he will. But I also think, you know, he is a different kind of guy. But I can't explain. I think he keeps a lot to himself, actually, Jordan Poole. Uh, but you're right. Look, one of the one of the elephants I had in my room, uh, my my room was. Uh, Basically, there's a there's a disconnect between. I think there's a few disconnects, and we're gonna get Low Neal on the other side to talk some Niners. We'll wrap up the Warriors right now. For now, uh, I think there's a disconnect between the young guys and the old guys on the team. I think there might be a little disconnect between the front office and the coaching staff too. I could see that, and just because it might. It, some people may want to play Kaminga and Wiseman a little more than Steve Kerr does, and Steve Kerr probably saying, I can't play him if we want to win. All right, here's what's coming up. we got Lorenzo Neal on the other side. Why does everybody think the 49ers just going to roll tonight? That's Cliff Kingsbury on the other sideline. Mm-hmm. Next segment, sponsored by the Department of Healthcare Services. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.